0: Hey, I'm Raina. And I'm Pete. And you're listening.
1: And you're listening to the Unbusy Podcast.
0: It's the show for self-employed people who want more time. Who want to be time rich. Who want to do meaningful work and be productive.
1: While letting the busy go.
0: Who want to enjoy their work days.
1: And sometimes just go skiing on Wednesday afternoons. Or
0: just take Fridays off.
1: Self-employed people who want to spend their time where it matters.
0: This is the Unbusy Podcast.
1: Hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome back. Raina, how are you? No, not how are you doing today. We decided we're going to do something a little different to kick this podcast mm-hmm. episode out. Why don't you uh, walk me through your weekend plans for this coming up weekend? Is it going to be busy? Is it going to be unbusy? How so? Either way.
0: Hmm. So, on Saturday, uh, I am having a, we call it the uh, Mommy Juju Day. Uh, that's my daughter's nickname. and since she was little, sometimes we just have a day and we just go do whatever mommy and Juju want to go do. And Hmm. like, sometimes it ends up being kind of odd things. Um, a while back we went and wandered around Costco and had Costco pizza because Costco
1: pizza is (laughs) awesome,
0: but it was the thing we wanted to do a lot in common. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we're like, uh, yeah. So we got, uh, and it's partly because we want to get ready. We're going on a trip, um, to Lake Las Vegas for spring break the next day on Sunday. So she and I, there was a few things that, you know, she's getting to the age where she needs to prepare. She needs some, she needs to, some things to get ready for the trip. And so we're just going to go goof off for a little while on Saturday. Get ready. (laughs) How about you?
1: (laughs) So I have no idea. I, uh, I have no idea. We have no plans for this coming weekend in the McPherson household, which will probably mean a nice balance of busy and unbusy. Busy in a parenting sense. So anytime we don't have mm-hmm. any plans whatsoever, it's usually just like bumming around with the kids, which is a blessing and a curse sometimes. Because it's like, well, what do we do with these kids? How do we get them outside? <laughs> but I'm I, uh, I just I'm not completely unrelated to anything, though. I just want to point out that it's finally starting to warm up just a tad here in northern Michigan where I'm at. And so I'm hoping... Yay. Since the ski resorts are starting to close anyways, I'm hoping that we have a little bit more snowmelt so the kids and I can go bike riding because they've been looking forward to that for like months. So that's my, oh, that's my nice yeah. like-
0: We easy. aired up our bike tires yesterday too because it's mm, like- Prepping. It's, it's getting that season. Yep. Yep. We're going to be ready. We're ready. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, uh-huh. we're here today to talk about this interesting concept slash phrase, work-life balance. So, Raina, I want to actually just, dun, dun, dun. Uh, turn this all over to you here, and let's start with this. Let's start with this. Why don't you like that phrase, work-life balance?
0: Yeah, yeah. I, this has come up a couple times in other podcasts that we've recorded that I don't particularly love this phrase, and I use it because everybody knows what it means. Everyone knows what you're talking about when you're refu- referring mm-hmm. to this concept of work-life balance. What I don't like about it is that I think it's come to be a thing to strive for in in kind of our our western culture and brains that makes us think that one it's this thing we're going to achieve and then and then like we've done it we have achieved work life balance. <laughs> And I don't think that that's really like we're always striving for it, but it's a lot more dynamic than that. I mean, I think about someone, if you've seen anyone actually balancing, like walking a tightrope and they have, you know, one of those little like they're holding the stick that helps them like as they're wiggling back and forth. Like it's a dynamic process. If they stand still, they're going to fall off. So I just think it's like always evolving. It's always kind of dynamic. And that phrase doesn't always capture that. Um, and the other thing is, I think it's kind of one of those things that it's very individualized what work-life balance looks like for each person and at each season is super different. And I feel like this idea of work-life balance um, gives people the idea that everything should be perfectly apportioned, like 50-50, like, right? 50% of your time is your family and your other priorities and then 50% is work or or like some Some other mental model of everything being evenly spread out. And I just think that's not how it really works to make us the happiest.
1: Yeah. Would you like to hear what I don't like about the phrase? I would. Okay. I don't like that companies just started using it. Just like handing out like candy. (laughs) We offer great work-life balance. What does that mean? Joe? smoke company. You just just triggered a rant. You don't even know corporate America, just throwing out that term, that phrase work-life balance. Like we have our crap figured out and you have work-life balance. Cause that's going to make you happier. This is a better place to work because we, you get my point, but man, has that yep, word yep. just been thrown around. And I guarantee if you asked 20 people at your local Starbucks, what that phrase means work-life balance, you'd get 25 different answers. <laughs> right
0: Nobody Oh, else. yeah yeah
1: we we get a concept <laughs> yeah. of we have to do other things beside work well how what does that mean what does that look like how do we how do we find that, et cetera so you 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 kinda already hinted at this, but I want to ask you more directly, how do you define work life balance, like if you were one of those twenty people at Starbucks and I asked you, how would you define work life balance what would you say,
0: yeah. Okay, this is I am I'm, I'm putting that on hold for one second because I just thought of another thing as you were talking about corporate uh, entities advertising yeah. that they offer work life balance. This is another thing that bothers me about it <laughs> is that that insinuates that we only recognize paid work that should be balanced with the rest of your life. How what's a stay at home mom or dad's work life balance look like? What is, is that like, oh, they just have life to balance? No, like, I think work takes a lot of different forms. And it's another thing that I don't think it acknowledges all of the things in our society that maybe um, we don't readily, it's as if you don't, if you don't have paid work, then there's some element missing there of a satisfying whole life. So, sorry, I just had to throw that in there too, (laughs) for all those As we have done a lot of unpaid work uh, in volunteer positions, or in child or household responsibilities, or caring for aging parents. Yeah, that's
1: yeah. <laughs> that maybe we should just call it life too. balance.
0: Yes. What was it? We had a guest, and I don't know if her episode will air before or after this. But she said, "What if we just call it life?" And there's a, a spot that work has that it fits into that um, versus the idea that it is the counterbalance to all other things in life. Yes.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> Wait a yeah. minute. You just triggered another rant. So <laughs> this idea, this concept of work-life balance as corporations currently use it, it does suggest that work is something you don't want to do. Life is something you do want to do. Why can't work be life? Why can't I enjoy my work? I don't need work life balance. If I wake up every day and just absolutely thrilled about my work, which never happens 100% for anybody, but this idea that work is somehow negative, I hate, right? Mm. We're brainwashed to this. Jobs, bad. Work, bad. This is not true. I think we're a testament to that. We enjoy most of the things we do for work. Okay. Oh, man. (laughs) No, it's a good point. because,
0: Yeah. It's like a created thing that there's this, some idea that we had life. And then, yeah, now that there's this other thing that we have to balance everything else against, uh, to kind of even the scales. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So those are all the things that I don't like about it. Um, but you asked, (laughs) you asked, Like, what is it? And I have thought a lot about this because a lot of my work revolves around people who are trying to figure that out, right? We all want to live satisfying, fulfilling, meaningful lives that where we feel like, uh, I don't know if the the episode on Memento Mori is going to come before or after this one, but where we feel like Memento Mori, we will, you will die. That if that happens tomorrow, we've kind of we've had a good ride. Like we've, we've done some good, we've showed up for loved ones. I think like people, those are big questions. And those are the kind of things that I help people with. So I've thought a lot about this. I think what work-life balance really is, is whatever's happening in your life right now, whatever stage that is, whatever your work looks like, whether that is being home with a newborn, where all, you know, all you know, is, whenever that tiny human needs to eat and poop, probably honestly, um, to, you know, you just, you just got funding, uh, for a million dollar startup, like whatever work looks like, whatever that is. I think it's being at peace with the priorities that you have in your life right now, like being at peace with the priorities you have chosen right now. That's what I think it is.
1: And tell me more about, tell me more about how we do that. I like, I'm glad <laughs> yeah, you repeated it because I was, I was literally going to ask you to repeat it. Um, but yeah. peace with your priorities.
0: Yeah. I'm, peace with your priorities. I'm taking notes. And by that. Yeah, well, because by that, I think about, we go through seasons in life and you know, you've only got a hundred percent, right? People talk about like, you got to show up a hundred percent here and show up a hundred percent here and sh- well, you don't actually have five hundred percent. You've only got a hundred, and it gets spread around in different amounts depending on what is happening in your life at different times. So, I mean, for example, when you're in college, actually, this may be a terrible uh, analogy depending on what someone's college experience is like.
1: But oh god, go here we anyway,
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just and realized a as college I said experience it,
1: for most people.
0: <laughs> um, but. Actually, oh, wait, actually, that gave me an idea. Um, so, okay, let's say you are in pre-med, right? Like everyone, I think pretty much equivalents that with pretty intense study. It's probably gonna be a lot of hours spent preparing, taking tests. You know, you're you're not get, there's a lot of other stuff you're probably gonna decide not to do because organic chemistry is really demanding. And so out of the hundred percent of your time, during that stage of your life, maybe 70% of it is spent on this priority but you're okay with that because you want to do this you're building something you've made peace with that right um if you haven't made peace with that that's usually when you fail organic chemistry because you've decided to do other things than actually study and then you know things get all out of whack um and then you've got to reevaluate what you're doing but that's an example of like you're spending a ton of time and you could say like that kind of is not great work-life balance. If you're looking at colleges like quote unquote, the work um, still sort of using this term. But the reality is you've chosen that in this season, that's your priority and where you're going to lean in. And that is what quote unquote balance. I can't think of an, I need another word than that, but <laughs> might look like in that moment um, those priorities. So same thing, like, you know, the three months that you have a a newborn maybe and you're off work and all you're doing is like trying to get through the day and keep this small human alive. Another good example of that, right? That has become the priority and it's probably 90% of your time, especially if you have other children running around. Um, so there's like moments where it's, and you make peace with the consequences that come with that and the timeframes. Um, I think it's sort of like the the caveat that comes right behind that, which is, you kind of are choosing that I am going to give up something, right? There is something you're not doing. Um, Maybe you're not playing on your college's athletic teams because, you know, that is a demanding schedule too. And they're incompatible um, for the amount of study time you need. So like, those are the consequences that you're going to do this and you're not going to do this. Um, And being like, considering that being okay with that. And then I also think thinking about a timeframe because We've done a couple other episodes around there never being a time, like always thinking the time you're going to reprioritize uh, in your business for other things that are important to you is going to be sometime in the future. <laughs> and like this just going on forever. And I don't think that really counts as making peace with your priorities either. I think it's just because you never really set a time frame for it. You just keep thinking, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, this will this isn't really okay with me right now. Like spending this much time on, you know, building this thing or whatever I'm doing, but at some point it will be, which is like such a fallacy. Um there really needs to be like some sort of time frame there, I think, around you know whatever that is that then I I may choose a new priority at that point. Okay, I'm going to pause for a minute here cuz I've yeah. been talking.
1: <laughs> Not quick stopped. aside. I'm I am- a terrible podcaster right now. I got some snacks before we started recording the snacks of choice for Pete, yours truly today, saltine crackers, which if anybody doesn't know, dry you out, which is the opposite of what you want when you're a podcaster. You need like water, which I have, but I'm like quickly oh, running out. Put butter on
0: them. Put what? butter on them. Butter on saltine crackers.
1: It's oh, delicious. I- Oh, I, I believe you. That sounds delicious, but I didn't, and so now I'm like, "Oh crap!" Raina's is about to stop talking. Pete's got to like weigh in on here, and I'm like, "Oh, oh, oh, God!" My mouth is like ridiculously dry. But I do see. have thoughts.
0: I, I can probably keep going. No, no. Oh, okay, okay. I
1: have thoughts. I just take a drink. <laughs> I got a glass of, of water. Here.
0: Okay.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I wrote down yeah. a bunch of things actually. So, a lot of what we've actually talked about in this entire podcast, all the recordings we've done kind of comes back to intentionality and Mm -hmm. implementing more intentionality into your decision-making, just in life in general, not not sort of even work. And making peace with your priorities, I think, falls into that is forget work-life balance. What about just life balance? Like we said, whether people (laughs) realize it or not, and a bunch of people don't, including yours truly, by the way. When you have kids, I know a bunch of people listening, probably parents, because we're parents, you give up a lot of things. I would love to travel every month. Yes. Uh, Except for, yeah, that I have a four-year-old and a seven-year-old. I have two kids, under seven, and that just does not happen. And they're both in school, and that just does not happen. And I think some people find that out the hard way, with parenting specifically. But I think people also find that out the hard way in their work. Like, when you choose Mm. to... Go full-time freelance. When you choose to quit your job to hustle for that startup, when you choose to any of these things, right, you are making, again, that decision of – let's go back to the the spinning plates example because that's the metaphor I always turn to. You want to pick up more plates to spin. Which ones are you putting down? And I I like this idea of – by the way, instead of work-life balance, you know how they say like balancing act – like when you think of the tightrope walker, like you were saying earlier, yeah.
0: that's a balancing
1: yeah. act. The actual word balance might be, oh, I can, I'm can, i on one foot right now, which is actually true. I'm standing up. I'm, actually <laughs> go. I'm on one foot. I am balanced. It is balance. I have achieved balance. But balancing act is like this constant like swaying back and forth. And maybe it should be called that work-life balancing act. No, that's not any better. Mm-hmm. But I think the point remains, it's an ever-evolving yeah. thing. During this period of your life, you do this and this. And even from a daily or weekly perspective, like, here are the things I'm intentionally choosing to spend more time on, et cetera, et cetera. One more note, and then I'll, I'll kick it back over to you. I don't know if this is profound or not, but it's one of those, like, it popped into my brain and it's like, oh my gosh, that was profound, Pete. Did my brain just come up with this? I like that. Here's what I got for you. Work-life balance is not given, it's decided. I think that that comes back to what I hate about oh. the phrase, is that it sounds like, oh, we, you're our employee, we're awesome company, ABC, we give you work-life balance. Well, that's total crap. That's garbage. We decide work-life balance. Or actually, just life balance. Let's we'll call it that. We decide. We <laughs> yeah. get to choose how we work and when we work and what we choose to focus on and what priorities we choose to make. I don't know if that was profound or not, but it felt really profound coming into my brain, I just got to say. Mm-
0: yeah, no, I think it is because, I mean, what you're alluding to is what I mentioned earlier that I didn't like about the phrase either, which is, I mean, like, if you have someone who is maybe right out of college, it's your first job, you're learning everything, you want to be everywhere, you want to get all the experiences, and you just, like, show up for work even when you don't even have to work, you don't even need to be there, <laughs> like, and and that feels perfectly fine for you, like, Nothing feels out of balance because you're like, <laughs> Pete's laughing. You're like, I've this have never, never, I've never once like...
1: experienced that. So this <laughs> <is far laughs> Never once. True, It was probably
0: a terrible example because most people listening to this have probably like left corporate America for some reason. <laughs> but I was thinking about when I was, what I was thinking about was when I was a young nurse and I just really wanted to do a good job. And so, I mean, there was a time when I worked extra shifts. I would go to, like, you know, weekend stuff to learn more things about equipment. Like, I was spending, like, a ton of time because I just – there was I felt like there was so much I didn't know. And I wasn't married. I have kids, you know. Like, it was really um, – but it didn't feel out of whack. It, you know, nothing felt off because I was choosing that. Now, had the hospital I worked for been like, I will choose your work-life balance for you, and you <laughs> – that means – you will do this and you will do this and you will do this. And I don't want to, that doesn't feel right. Um, so yeah, I think it is profound because each person has got to choose it for themselves. A corporation can't do that. Nobody can.
1: Yeah. Nobody so can give you work with
0: that. Life balance. No one can give you work life balance. Yes. Chosen. i write another. that down. Hang on. I do I, I do. I do. There's a Pete nugget. <laughs> 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 there's always one every episode. There's a peat nugget somewhere. <laughs> so, you know what this makes? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And then I have a question I want to ask you about that relates to this.
1: No, my head is just going to tangents. So, I so every time we said the words <laughs> like peat nuggets to some like little, uh, you know, like one sentence trope like that, my brain goes straight to, oh, that means I can tweet it later. <laughs> That's going to be a good tweet.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. What were you going to ask?
0: Well, actually what I was going to ask is, um, so one time I wanted to see what your opinion is about this. I don't actually, I don't know exactly what mine is, but maybe we'll figure it out right here, right now. (laughs) So I actually freelanced for someone for a while and this person was very intentional about saying, I want to mix personal and business like work and life. Meaning if she had to you know, speak at a conference, she would like take her family because she felt like, okay, this way I'm, I'm going somewhere with my family and I'm going to have this work thing. And so she, she was really intentional about trying to like overlap as many, like she wanted like two for one, (laughs) right? Like how can I, things that are usually separated where people say like, oh, this is my, this is my time for X, whatever work is. And this is my time for everything else. Um, She really wanted to try and mix those things. Um, I always thought of that as like, because I do feel like I have to bring a different energy and mindset to when I'm doing my work than some other things in my life, like parenting or hobbies or I don't know, whatever it is. And like I would, like I was thinking about like, you know, going to yoga class. Like I would probably never invite a client to go to a yoga class with me, even if I thought it'd be great for them, because then it feels like I'm, I, I'm not sure I'm enjoying yoga or am I a coach right now? Or am I like, but this person thought, loved the idea of that stuff, like knock it all out. So I'm curious, like, what are your thoughts on that? Because most of us have some autonomy over that, you know, to, we could make those choices. So do you separate or do you mix that up?
1: So I think you just said two different things to me. One was this idea of mixing your, quote unquote, outside of work people, maybe it's your spouse, maybe it's your family, it's your kids or anything like that, into your work life. For example, taking my wife to a conference and uh, FinCon in 2022 will be the first conference that my wife goes to, interestingly enough. Anyways, but then you also brought up this idea of taking a client to yoga. I perceive these as two completely different things, and I want to tell you why. So (laughs) I'm going to tie everything back to the Enneagram. I'm an Enneagram 3, which is the performer. And I'm not a super Enneagram nerd. I have friends that are, and they tell me things about myself. And I say, okay, if you say so. But uh, the one thing I believe to be true About the Enneagram Type 3 and the Enneagram Performers, based on me and the other Enneagram 3s that I'm friends with, is that we are actual performers. Not in the sense that I'm an actor, I'm a stage actor, not necessarily that, but I'm pretty good at flipping a mental switch whenever I need to get into podcast repeat Mm. voice. Or whenever I Mm. can move from... When I know I have an audience of any type, whether that's people in the crowd, whether that's people listening to the podcast, whether that's people watching a YouTube video, anything, right? Uh, I can flip that switch. I'm good at flipping that switch. Not a whole lot of people are. Some are, for sure. But Enneagram 3s, in general, are. that's part of our personalities, is being perceived as a certain way. We're like We're really good at that. And so... Me inviting a client to yoga, or I don't know what my equivalent is because I don't actually do yoga, but something like <laughs> yeah. that, something that is more personal, mm-hmm. and quite frankly, a little bit vulnerable. Like yoga, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're you're showing off some body parts, like right. You're doing the stuff. For me, it might be exercise <laughs> what kind of any yoga kind. You go to. <laughs> well,
0: no. <laughs> Not here or there. You're saying
1: Good. they don't call it a yoga for nothing. um the <laughs> I would have zero problems inviting like clients to do that sort of stuff. Zero problems. It would not phase me in one bit because I think I would have this ability to do the mental switch. And now I'm not just doing yoga. I'm doing yoga with clients. I could go to a ball game with clients. Or going swimming for me is that you see some of Pete's body parts. Not all of them, but some of Pete's body parts when I swim. (laughs) It would be the same sort of thing. I, I still wouldn't mind that. I could still wrap my head around that. But the opposite Taking my spouse, which I love dearly, and I'm pretty sure she's gonna listen to this podcast, which makes this even more weird. But <laughs> I I'm nervous about this. And to go back to your original thought here, by the way, and part of that is she doesn't see me in podcast repeat mode a lot. I mean, she's heard me, she's watched my YouTube videos, like she she knows, and she's also seen me interact yeah. with people. She knows I'm an introvert, she knows what I'm like when I am myself. No one else knows that.
0: Yeah,
1: She hasn't seen me in conference mode. I'm a really good networker and like person at blogging conferences. I'm really good at this. This is right in my wheelhouse. She's never seen me in that environment, in that mode. She's never seen it, which is why this coming Mm -hmm. fall, when she's at FinCon 2022, I'm a little nervous. It's weird to me. Uh, I once interviewed – who was this? Oh, it's going to drive me insane now. I can't remember who it was. But when you first asked me this question, I thought of them. It was somebody who works with their spouse. I mean, like they both work on the same business really together and have for years. And we, we, yeah. I was doing a podcast interview with them and I started asking them about this and they're like, well, yeah, we have complementary skills and we work well together and we both have the same goals, obviously, and like all this other stuff. And the entire time they were talking, I was just like, my wife and I have decided we don't do that. <laughs> We've tried it in a few different projects. And it's like, nope, not compatible. Nope. No company hindo. Like this just does not work because of our personalities, because of our relationship and a bunch of other things and our interest, by the yeah. way, she just, it just does not work at all. And so this idea of mixing the two for me personally, I'm just like, don't, don't need it. Don't want it. Don't care. This is my thing. Yeah. yeah. And same with her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So maybe that's like, once again, back to my whole, this is a super individual thing. Maybe that works for some people and it doesn't for others. Because for me, I, like, I imagining that, like, if there was a, like, I'm making all this up, but you know, if I had a client who was like, oh, I think yoga would be amazing for you and they're local and I have a great yoga studio, like, just come with me to my usual class. Like, I would not be as relaxed because I would feel like. I am Coach Reina right now and not get the same benefit, I think personally, that I would if I'm just there and I'm in my own world. Because and that's probably a personal growth area for me as I'm thinking about that, right? To be overly concerned about what is this other person's experience like? Am I am I on right now, quote unquote, or am I just myself? So yeah, and like you just kind of brought up a couple couple different situations where. It's totally fine. Another one was like, this doesn't work for me. So maybe it's the same thing. Like, that's an experiment to figure out. But I bring it up because I think sometimes when people do go into business for themselves and there's this option of maybe bringing your spouse into the business or of taking a working vacation, which wouldn't have been a thing before because you were just on vacation or you were at work, kind of like we slip into that without actually making the decision. And then there can be unintended fallout or it doesn't feel like we thought it would. And so, I mean, I'm all for experiments, but I've just, I've been curious about how this kind of looks different. We actually, one of our guests, she talked about that, that when her business took off enough that her husband joined it, they actually took a month away together (laughs) and outlined exactly how this would look like so much intentionality around it. Um, and yeah, I just I think sometimes that's uh when the lines really get blurred, then is it blurred in a way that we is is like promoting our best I, live living our life best life to <laughs> pull out the Instagram. Isn't that like living your best life?
1: Living your, Instagram. Yeah. Hashtag best life. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's like it.
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's personal. It's individual. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Intentionality. So. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. I just felt like saying that word again.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. Cause I have, I have one, I have one last thought on this and then, right, and then we can, we can actually even wrap up if we want. But, um, <laughs> my last thought on this is that. So beyond like, once you pick, okay, here's the season I'm in, here's where I'm going to dump a bunch of time into right now. And that's, you know, that's okay. Or even like, I love that you mentioned, Earlier, sometimes it's even like a different day. I think sometimes people feel like even their day, if they're gonna achieve quote unquote perfect work-life balance, that the day should even be broken up appropriately. Like I have these hours with my children. And when they go to bed, I paint with watercolors for one hour to feed my creative. Like, you know, and it's, <laughs> oh, really it might be that yeah. It might be that your week looks like, so like for me, Saturday, I mean, my kid goes to aftercare, um, even though. I work here at home because I need time with her not here. But then I have, you know, we have mommy juju days and that's like, I'm showing up for those hundred percent. So even just like, I like that you alluded to the, the rhythm of even your week and the days and how you, uh, you know, allot lot that, but what I was actually getting to is the other thing is even once you've chosen that and kind of made peace with this season, this is what it looks like. This is what the apportioning the pie looks like right now, because this is kind of the the thing happening in my life. Um, is also like living values, recognizing the values that help you feel fulfilled and make life meaningful. I think that also make, like knowing what those are and weaving that through as like another layer can also like making sure that those are showing up can make life feel because what we're all going for is not like some magical like work-life balance. It's for our life to feel good. Like, you know, for things to feel, to be (laughs) generally happy, not particularly stressed every day. Like that's what people really want when they say work-life balance, right. To feel like we're showing up for the important stuff. Um, that's like what it actually means. And, and I think living values, um, Like one of mine is personal growth. And I always know that something is going to feel off if I'm not learning, like in some aspect of my life, if I'm not learning something Mm -hmm. and I kind of get away from that and just get into more routines and I I sort of start to feel that like something feels off, like which I think is what people say when it's sometimes to describe like that off feeling. They're like, oh, I feel like my work-life balance is off. I think that's what we're really saying is, you know, is that something is, um, something that's important to us is out of whack. Um, so yeah, that's my, my last thought is kind of knowing those few things that really make, bring a lot of meaning into your life and making sure those are present no matter how, how the balancing act is going (laughs) in that moment.
1: Yeah. That's my last thought. I like it. Balancing act. No one can give you. What was that again? What was my nugget? No one can give you work-life balance. You, what was my you have to decide Choose. it. I don't know. It doesn't matter.
0: Work-life work life balancing act is not given. It is chosen.
1: Chosen. Oh, shit. That's good. <sighs> I got to write that down. Somebody <laughs> tweet that. Sure. I got to tweet that later. That's going to be good. I'm going to get some uh, hashtag, hashtag likes, hashtag shares, hashtag retweet. Hashtag best life. Okay, Raina, let's sign off. Uh, this was cool. Thanks for bringing this one up. I liked that a lot. Thank yeah. you for doing the notes. I I, I didn't take <laughs> any notes for this one in particular, but luckily uh, Raina did the hard work, and did the good work. Well,
0: no, that this is why we podcast together, because we're really excited about different things. And so that makes
1: <laughs> half as much work. <laughs> An hour ago, we were like, okay, here's the, here's the two podcasts that we're going to record today. We're going to knock two of them out. And I was like, I'm going to take this first one because I've been thinking about it for like a couple of days. i got lots of notes. And she's like, good, because I don't have any. And then Raina, Raina was like, oh, but then there's this work-life balance episode. i got lots of stuff here. And I'm like, good, because I don't have any notes. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh,
0: and God. this is why we are ghosts.
1: It worked. Check mark. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye, y'all. Hey, Raina, why don't we serve advertisements or sponsors on this podcast? Mmm. Because we didn't want to do it. Oh, uh, yeah. But isn't there a way for our listeners to show that they enjoyed the Unbusy Podcast?
0: There is. There's actually two ways.
1: Mm, go on. So
0: first, they can head to our website, unbusypodcast.com, and buy us a coffee. There's a little button that'll let them donate any amount of money just to show some love and fuel our caffeine addiction.
1: Oh, yeah. I love caffeine. All right, what else? They
0: can also head to their podcast app of choice, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, yada, 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 and leave us an honest rating and review.
1: I like that. That'll make us super happy to read. Oh, yep. Alrighty then. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbusy Podcast. We hope you took away some nuggets.
0: Thanks for listening, y'all. Till next time.
1: Bye, Bye y'all.